Hey, this is Pam Perry, and we are almost at episode number 100 of the Get Out There, Get Known podcast. And we are dealing with, right now, Women's History Month, and I have a woman owns excellent person. She owns excellence, among other things. So after this, we're going to come back and we're going to have Io Thomas join us. So stay tuned for another episode of Get Out There, Get Known podcast. Welcome to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast. Join Pam Perry, veteran PR strategist, Emmy award-winning producer and publisher of Speakers Magazine, who will show you how to crack the code in getting out there to get known. Each week, she either interviews her media friends, PR colleagues, or she just goes solo, offering you strategies on publicity, publishing, and platform building. So listen up to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry. Hey there. So we are going to have a show with Io Thomas. And let me just tell you a little bit about her. I'll read the formal bio. Io Thomas is a champion for talent, diversity and inclusion, creative strategic HR consultant, serial entrepreneur, and the founder of Galore Creative Staffing and also Women Own Excellence Digital Magazine. Uh, Io began her career in the public sector and private organizations in human resource management and then has over 10 years of um, experience in diverse diversity, human capital, employee labor relations, organizational development, talent management, all the other core HR functions. But Io's mission is to create a diverse culture of workplace excellence by finding the right creative and tech talent who can lend their genius. She works, she will work for you, not just for you. She takes the time to know your organization's culture and how your business works to better align a potential higher skills and capability with your company's needs. So with that, that's just a little tip of who Io is right now, but I'm gonna bring her up and have her here. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome. Well, Ayo, thank you so much for joining. Get out there, get known. So one of the ways that I found out about you was that beautiful magazine that you have. Oh my goodness. I just love those covers. So you can see them behind her right there. There you can, you can see them a little bit bigger. Oh, they are just gorgeous. So tell us about how that got started and why you started that. Wow. Well, thank you first, um, Dr. Pam, for having me on today. I'm just I'm honored to be here to share my journey, my story. Um, Whoa actually was launched in 2016 um, in July. However, it it was a, I had a women's ministry prior to launching it, okay. which was called Women um, Women of um, Women of Excellence Fellowship. And so we would meet, we would have, you know, conferences, retreats and trainings and all those things. But I always had a desire to launch a magazine. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up shifting my platform. It just 
still doing ministry, but doing things differently, you know, and just put um, my time into more so being able to have a larger reach through our publication. And so we launched in partnership with Nordstrom's um, in the D.C. area in July 2016. Wow. And um, when we first started, we were um, print. Um, we went digital, did started digital cover. So we were ahead of the game with a lot, even ahead of Essence, because, you know, a lot of the covers were not doing digital <laughs> um, at the time in 2018. And then um, we've been doing digital ever since. And so our mission and our my passion is to create a um, culture of excellence for women and to create a platform for them to be able to share their stories, their journeys, um, their failures, and also their successes. And not only share the things that they've gone through, but once they've obtained success, to also empower them to reach back and help another woman. And so that's what I believe. Women that own their excellence are women who take responsibility for their future but also help bridge a gap, bridge, bridge, build a bridge for other women. I love that. I love that. So it started out as a ministry, then became a, a an event. Then you launched it with Nordstrom. So <laughs> excellence is, you know, you didn't <laughs> launch it with no shade against Walmart. Didn't launch it with Walmart, right? We launched it with like excellence, right? So Nordstrom, yes. Nordstrom that is so cool. And then the, the, the thing I like about it, because I, I see it online, I see it on Instagram, is that it's always clean. It is about excellence. Excellence. And the women that are on there, not knowing that it, I didn't realize that it started as a ministry, but knowing the women that you've had on there, I know that they have strong Christian values. So that was something that I guess maybe I noticed first that the caliber of the women that are on the covers are people that are aligned with strong faith. And uh, I think Vicki Irvin was one of the ones that was on there. Yeah. Allison Bond was on there. Yeah. Um, you know, you've had a lot of, of women um, on there. And so do you still do the events as well or? Well, yes. So okay. we're, and we're actually planning um, something this year. Um, I had ended up relocating in 2019. So I, and also <laughs> I pivoted, the pandemic hit. So a lot of um, things kind of hindered my event flow because our next big event we were had a partnership with Bloomingdale's that we were supposed to do because we've also built we've also done other events with Lord and Taylor. I, I started this trend in the DC market where I was partnering with retailers ever mm -hmm. since the Nordstrom opportunity. Mm -hmm. And it was becoming extremely popular, right? And they were, they heard about us and all of that. And so I ended up relocating from DC to um, the Charlotte region. And so as a result of that, that kind of slowed down some of the things that we had planned and then the pandemic happened. And so we are definitely planning a, a comeback event um, and, and, and in addition to that, we are also rebranding um, a little bit, not our name, but just our okay. site. We're going to be going through a, a little, you think you're seeing excellence now, but what we're about. <laughs> All right, all right. We're also, also going to be uh, taking a little different direction uh, with our magazine. It's not going to just be about the articles. We're really going to start getting more into the media side of things. And so I'm really um, excited about this upcoming um, transformation that we are, that we're definitely going to take. I love it. I yeah. love it. So, you know, that I do the speakers magazine. So it's primarily. And just a, a really shout out because of looking at some magazines and things like that, the covers, especially yours is really one of the premier ones. Cause I, see I people really, Oh my God, coming from you, a veteran. I am so, so honored. I love, Thank you. I love it. And, and, and I will tell you if it's not, it's like, Ooh, 
you know, but, but no, I've seen some covers and I tell people, I says, you know, sometimes you can't have things going through your mass head. Like I saw one where somebody had like this going through the head and I was like, Oh, this is so distracting. You know, you can kind of, you know, blend it in a little bit, but don't, you know, your mass head. And sometimes I'll see mass heads in different parts of the magazine. I said, the mass head is a head. Should be the head of the magazine, right? That's why they yeah. call it mass head, not mass down in the side or whatever. But anyway, right. uh, but I really, 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 and the the fact that it's for women, and so yeah. you have that, and then you're partnered with retailers. Women love to shop, right? So you've yes. got the different ones. So that is a perfect business model. So when speakers was um, launched, it launched around events. So George Frazier was yeah. like the first cover. Obviously he's a speaker, but he has an event. So yeah. we were there on the scene. So being a publicist, my background is like promoting their event as well as them as a speaker, but then actually going out to the event and really doing social media on site as well. So that was kind of like the business model. It's more like from a PR standpoint. So every magazine has its own bin based on the background, I think of where the publisher came from. So yours is HR. So tell how that fit in with the overall <laughs> thing. Because mine was like, okay, it's a magazine for PR. And then yours is like a magazine. With well, it's women's women. empowerment. So I've, I, I, my call and purpose and destiny is to empower women. I just so happen to work in the field of HR, right? But God called me to um, create a platform, create an opportunity for women and to uplift women. Um, how my HR career, however, has intersected is, and I'm going to use a Nordstrom situation as an example. When I told my husband that I wanted to launch with Nordstrom, they, he, I, hadn't, I, don't have, I didn't have no connections. I didn't know anybody. It was wow. just a vision. Wow. He said, how are you going to make that possible? I said, I'm not. God is. And so I use my, my skills <laughs> from mm -hmm. HR to connect, to network, to research, to investigate, to do all the things that I know how to do to get to the right people. To get to put my presentation in front of the head of the the decision makers, and mm -hmm. um, I submitted a proposal. She said it was done in complete excellence, and how she hadn't had anyone that you know with that submitted a proposal like that. And like three different Nordstroms in the DMV were fighting for my event. <laughs> wow! Wow! So you know, I. I, I believe that my HR skills and knowing how to engage and knowing how to connect and using emotional intelligence and all the other skills that I've built down through the years to build this magazine was transferable into getting into publishing. And I had no experience. I don't have a degree in communications. I don't have no background in PR. I had a vision and mm -hmm. I just use my strengths from what I've learned and how to connect with people, interviewing, all of that, um, and just brought it all together and, and so then also how, you brought the yeah. people together so and brought the people together and the so finding the right designers finding mm -hmm. the right people to put it together the right proofers yeah. you know everything that we need you know copywriters and that sort of thing so that's one of the things where you know creative talent so talk yeah. a little bit about you um finding creative talent or assisting Creative. Oh man, Dr. Pam, now you're in the zone. That's what <laughs> I love. So you know, I tell people I'm just a I, I'm just a creative. They ended up being an HR, but at the end of the day, that's before. <laughs> I believe that the reason why I've been very successful in being able to have the type of women and all of that on my covers, because number one, I just I innately have a gift to 
to tap into talent, right? Mm -hmm. And to understand, um, you know, it, it's so funny. Each cover has a story ah. because each woman, some, I don't like even, I don't even send out e emails. I get a lot of requests. Like I don't, I did when I first started, but it's like every woman that has been on our cover so far has had, they were in a transition phase in their life. Okay. They were going from one place to the next. And I've started seeing this reoccurring theme. And so I just understand how to um, pull creative talent together and then also create opportunities for others. I did that in HR, right? And so, which is why I built my creative tech firm because agency, because I realized I'm like, okay, I want to merge my HR and my gift of creativity together. Mm -hmm. And so that's what formed Galore Creative Staffing, where ah, you know, we it. provide, um, you know, opportunities, job opportunities for diverse, helping companies build diverse teams, mm -hmm. because it's not many of us. And we just partnered now. Um, we're um, vendors with Microsoft now. We're part of Microsoft. I'm in the city of Charlotte. We have a contract with Charlotte. We're doing some other networking and building some other um, opportunities, uh, working with Google, uh, hopefully. <laughs> diverse yeah. suppliers. Yeah. Um, and so I'm looking to create a theme through the things that I do where we are bringing, we are creating cultures of workplace excellence um, mm -hmm. through diversity. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, one part of what I do is empowering women and giving them their voice. And the other part is giving creatives an opportunity in that corporate space to be able to thrive and have the jobs that they love and also be compensated, the, you yes. know, for their value and their worth. And that's, that's, that is in your wheelhouse, right? Yes. So I was wondering how those two came together because you had to tap on the shoulder some creatives to really pull out the, the covers of the magazine. And then you said, you know what? There's more opportunities for them as well. So I love that. That is one of the cool things. There's a conference in April called Niche Events and it's for publishers. And it's, you know, every magazine has a different business model and Niche Events is um, a an event of publishers that produce magazines. And so there's advertising uh, advertising uh, courses, I guess you would say, or, or sessions. There's marketing sessions. There's obviously publishing and print and all that kind of thing. Um, but it's niche events. I'll put it in the show notes as well. But it, they have them once a year. And then they also have different courses all, all year long because the person that's putting it together, his name is... Um, Ryan, he's putting it together, but because he's been in the advertising sales business for like 30 years. So advertising sales has changed in terms of how people um, get, you know, publish their books. And, I mean, publish their magazines. So some people are doing what they call, you know, digital covers where like you, where it's actually like an advertorial and we do advertorials and speakers magazines, or it's part of an overall marketing plan. So everyone is, is different. But I will say that the main thing is that knowing that advertising sales a long time ago is like, oh, take an A and put it in the magazine. That that model is still relevant, but you can find that maybe it's an ad and an event or it's experiential and an ad or it is a, a partnership with something. Else. I mean, you know, it's not just like one ad all the time. So I really want people to understand that there are. And then one of the things with Speakers Magazine is that they're speakers. So one of the main things that they want to do is speak. So we're actually launching a speakers magazine podcast to go along with them being in the magazine because, you know, obviously you need to hear them speak. So, you know, even though we embed the video in the digital version, 
we still need to have like a live. So I'll be interviewing them and I want them to actually like almost do like a little pitch about themselves, you know, about them speaking. Like if they were going to be a keynote speaker, what their pitch would be for hiring them and that sort of thing. So I just really like the fact that you're combining all of your skills into a really an, another business, a galore staffing. Yeah. And so do people, um, do the, the creatives, do they sign up with you? Do you select them? How is it? Is it set up? Yeah. Like- so um, it's interesting because the original vision um, was not going to be like more of the corporate side of staffing. My first, my original vision was to um, help makeup artists, stylists, production assistants, people that were on set. This is where the idea came from through my magazine. Um, People I was hiring for photo shoots and all that stuff to get out there and also get opportunities. When the pandemic hit, um, you know, they were shutting down things. So I just decided to focus on the corporate side. So I'm going to eventually have two sides of my company. So one would be more like entertainment and the other would be more um, the corporate side for people that want to work in astral corporate offices and things like that. Uh-huh. And so how talent finds us is that, well, two things, I mean, they, they either go, they follow us on, you know, social media, because we do have a website, we do have other, you know, platforms. The other um, way is that, you know, we come to them. So we are plugging into communities, creative communities and um, tech communities and where they are, to be honest, that's what we're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Um, We're supposed to really go and where they are. And so that's what we're building now is a robust marketing strategy to get our voices out there even more, because I'm going to also share something. The other reason why I went into this space is because when you look at the statistics um, of staffing in general, a lot of people don't really understand this, but First of all, there's not how you think about, I think last time American Staffing Association put out um, some numbers. I think you probably had about maybe like, um, it wasn't that many of um, African-American owned business. I mean, we're, we're like really low, 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 right? And then there's tiers of how much revenue everybody's generating. And when I looked in the creative staffing, um, there's nobody. Wow. There's no, like nobody like me. <laughs> In the creator. Now, I'm not talking about because a lot of people get it mixed up. Agencies that provide the talent to work at companies. I'm not talking about creative agencies that do the work in house. That's the difference. So, where we employ talent to go and work for organizations. Yeah. And so I saw opportunity for me. That's Mm -hmm. one. The second thing was. The tech side, as we all know, that's That's still a lot low diversity, right? And so I felt like this was an area that I wanted to pivot into to pioneer um, Mm -hmm. and and to begin to grow and expand. Um, Again, God gave me another idea where I'm still being the bridge. So even through magazine and through this opportunity. So just having that, the, 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 I guess the freedom and the, and the, in the, um, the um, just the space to be able to get creative and just to be able to empower and build economic economic empowerment and be a part of um, a movement that I'm seeing right now, even in the diversity space. I think that yes, I really so am doing right. it at the right time. Yes, yes. Yeah. DEI is like a buzzword all the time. I'm not even in the HR space, and and people, <laughs> and I'm knowing what that is all about. And it's it's one of those things too where 
you have people who are creative and they call it like the gig economy too, because there's a lot of creatives that are just freelance and they've been for a long time. It's like, I did not realize that there was no African-American owned creative staffing firm. That is, if, that if you, is, you can check and, and tell me if I'm wrong. Listen, I want you to go. I would tell, I tell people, go no. check me and let me know if where they are. Because yeah. when you look at the top, they're, they're not us. No, right? no, I know. I, and, and, I, and I think about it because from the standpoint that I've had um, some creative, you know, recruiters on LinkedIn or whatever, they will come to me and they always have been. And then I'm thinking like this. This is all they do is just like from certain fields, the creative fields and think like, huh, that's interesting. Cause you know, Kelly services, you think like, oh, that's just whatever. But yeah. then they were niched down in the creative, but I never realized that, that if someone were to look for uh, a diverse staffing of um, creatives, where would they go? They wouldn't be able to go. So I love that niche. I love that niche. And that's one of the things about being an entrepreneur, you know, you can create, you know, God will download an idea and then you create it. And so, like yeah. you said, doing the partnership is like, I don't know how I'm going to do it. But if you have the vision, God just kind of makes a way you stay prayerful, you know, and using the yeah. skills that you have and then, you know, creating the magazine, because like you said, you had no, no really quote unquote experience in it, but it's done well. It's done in excellence. That's the only thing you need to know. It's just, just as long Thank as I you. do it in excellence, <laughs> it will be okay. And that's the main that's thing right. from there. And other people will know about it as well. So um, we asked you a couple more questions and and then um, I want to have you uh, give us a little bit more how people can contact you as well about all the different yeah. things that you have. So have you found that when you are doing your, your marketing for the magazine and then you now you have it for galore staffing now what about for io what how does io market herself like that is like a whole nother thing so are you still speaking do you promote yourself do you have you done your own brand shoot i mean and i see you're on one of the covers there that was probably like maybe one of the earlier ones but do you how do you continue to market and promote io that is a great question because when I built Woe, I built my, I built things in the reverse. I built my company before I built me. Right. And so a lot of people just knew about the magazine. They didn't know I was a face. They didn't know I was a brainchild <laughs> behind it. And then when, um, you know, I was told by my coach that I needed, which was Dr. Wiley, he told me, you have to build your own brand. And yeah. so I actually just launched my, um, relaunched my website after three years. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. About two months ago, um, I had a shoot and all of that. And um, I, I, I mean, I had, you know, speaking engaged opportunities, I've done things like that, but I really started focusing on my own personal brand because people need to know that I'm not just putting out a product of excellence. I am excellence. Yes, exactly. I create and own it. And so I began to um, put a more focus on um, my personal brand by really showing people exactly, you know, what I do and how and all of what I do comes together until under one umbrella. Um, and, and what so, is that website, Io? It's iomthomas.com. Iomthomas.com. Add that there. And so there yeah. I have my um, coaching, my consulting, um, my podcast that's going to be coming up, um, being released, um, called The Creator's Chair. I'm excited about that. Oh, uh, okay. And that, 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 blends, that blends with the magazine and with the staff. Yeah, everything that I do is all coming together as a creative. 
And so, um, yeah, so I just um, just really started getting back out there to um, more. So I just went through a rebrand and, yeah. um, you know, really now being more consistent um, on social media. But something you said at the um, talk that you presented on Dr. Wiley's platform, um, you really gave us some nice and I took it away, actually, um, about really putting a lot of focus on your website because of the fact that we don't own the things that we have on social media. And so that's with me. <laughs> so that's why I'm creating podcasts. I'm doing other media outside of what's going on, you know, on social media. Um, but, you know, my goal is to hopefully bring all those worlds together um, and just continue to inspire and encourage and uplift those that are in the creative space mm -hmm. and, um, you know, um, not just, you know, creatives, but those that feel like they, you know, they have a call in their life to empower and uplift other people. That's kind of what I'm creating an opportunity for. I love that. That's, that's, it's, that's probably why we are kindred spirits because the same thing I feel called to help those who feel like they have a calling to, to make a change in the world. And so I just, you know, no matter where people are, I'm going to help them market brand and do PR. It's like, but if I see it, it's like, sometimes it's unsolicited. It's like, oh, well, you need to do this. I mean, I could have someone to hand me a business card and they'll just like, oh, call me or whatever. I'm thinking like, hmm, let's, why don't you have, you know, I'll start like giving them some suggestions. It's like, it's just in you. It's like, that's what I do. But I want to say a little, you, you talked about media, about branding yourself. So you talked about, um, doing social media and things like that. So I just want to give people this little tidbit about the different types of media. So there's paid. Obviously, people know about paid media. That's yeah. could be advertising. It could be advertorials that's paid. Then yeah. there's earned. That's what what we we call PR publicity. You earn it. You earn the, the attention of the journalists, right? You earn the media uh, attention. And then there's own, what I was talking about. You own your own website. You own the podcast. You own things that you pay for. You own that. No one can shut it down. If Facebook decides to shut you down, then you can't get in. So you own. And then the last one is shared. And that's like the social media where you're sharing tweets and you're sharing the Instagram and you're sharing the TikToks or whatever. So it's paid, earned, owned, and shared, you know, or it's PESO is what they call it. P-E-S-O, paid, earned, owned, uh, shared, and owned, right? Like whatever, you know what I'm saying? But those are the ways where you can brand yourself. So you want to make sure that you're using all of them, not just one. You don't want to just only do shared. You don't only want to do paid. If you only do paid, it's like, okay, well, then you're missing out on what you're owning. And then you're also not doing the earned, which is the hardest, um, probably the earned, because it does take some work to pitch yourself. And, and it's almost the thing where media wants you to have a brand before they even promote you, but then you need to be promoted in the media in order for people to know about you. So it's like, which comes first, the chicken or the egg? So that's why you do all of them uh, simultaneously. And then eventually the earned media will come. But sometimes you may have to start out with paid. You know, you'll start out with paid to do an advertorial, you know, do a digital cover. That will yeah. that will kickstart all the other media that you will do. Definitely want to put that out there that we do have a paid uh, media option for our women that are entrepreneurs, the yes. cover. So you can go to wowoman.com to purchase your cover because that was 
absolutely um, sold out last year. We had, I mean, so many different women that took advantage of that opportunity. And that's what it's about. You know, some people say, oh, well, I'm not going to pay and be on the cover, but it's, it's, it's paid media. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's opportunity. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. one of the forms of media. I mean, you that's don't right. use all, you, you use them all simultaneously. That's right. All that's, of it. That's mm-hmm. right. Absolutely. I love that. That's yes. I wanted people to really understand that, that it's, it's nothing wrong with the paid, earned, owned, and shared, that, but you use them all. So yes. in this positioning, it, a lot of it has to do with positioning. So if you right. have that, um, one of the, the my clients, Allison Vaughn, was on the cover. And when I tell you, you talked about people who are on the cover, how it positions them and give them that pivot. So she was on that cover. Oh, I can't remember the month, but anyway, it was, it was fabulous. And she looked fabulous on the cover, but she then saw herself in a different light. Other people saw her in a different light. And I said, okay, now I want you to go and be in this particular pageant. It was called Miss Global, Miss Fashion Global. Okay. Miss Fashion, Miss Fashion Global contest. And she was like, I've never been in a pageant before. I don't know. I don't know. I was like, you can do it. I said, you know, I'm showing like, this is the magazine you're on. Right. So you could do it. So anyway, she won. She won. And the magazine cover let her see herself in another light. And, and, and now she's at this point where it's like, it mm-hmm. could have been like always like a dream of hers. You know how sometimes it's like yes. a cover of a magazine, but that was the start of it. That's the kick of it. Then she did, she won that. And now she is like a franchise owner of that in the state of Michigan as well. Wow. So it opened up a whole nother realm of her creativity that she never, I mean, she was an image consultant. So it wasn't like the jobs and all that, but this was a whole nother realm. And it started with that when she saw herself in a different light on the cover of that magazine and the response that she got from that. That's that is, that is absolutely incredible. And you know, Dr. Pam, you know, that the other thing when I started, well, and even though we have some women that's that are on TV and all of that as well on some of the, co- on some of the covers, the majority of them, but I wanted to, that's why I created the Wopreneur because I wanted to create an opportunity for everyday women to have, and I didn't shortchange the experience. I mean, the Wopreneur cover still look is just as good and quality driven. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to make sure that, you know, that they have the same thing. And even when we have our events, oh my God, our live events, I, so, I just can't wait for us to, I know. <laughs> our live events yeah. are absolutely, I roll out the red carpet for women because oh we need, and, and especially for women who may not, okay, I, I've been, I'm an avid reader of Essence. I'm, I'm a supporter of Essence, but they may can't get to Essence. And that was my vision. I was like, God, you know, I want to create a very good experience mm-hmm. that if they don't get there, you know, I'm not saying I'm saying in class because I feel like we we are just as good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they got the money. They got the money. money. I'm working on the dollars. They got the money. <laughs> They got this before at an event. So she encouraged me as well. But, um, you know, I, that's what that's what it's about. I want women to have to use it as an opportunity, not just not enough. I, 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 it's not about vanity. It's about taking it and, and evolving with it, you know, yes. taking it and seeing how it could open up other doors or other it opportunities did. for you. And, and that's what I want to tell you. So I'm so grateful for that. I yeah. love that. Yes, that was one that really did open up a door. It opened up a door for her to see herself a certain yeah. way. And then also, too, for her to, to go and be in 
that pageant and when it's global when i say global it was hundreds of people hundreds of people wow so it just it just really inspired and so i always tell people too i says you know whatever your dream is oh someone said great conversation linkedin user so uh thank you but you know one of the things is that when god does give you the vision he will make the provision you don't have to you know stress about it just know that if it was a vision from god that it's going to come true and so whether for me I'm like you. I, I grew up reading Essence and Ebony and, and Black Enterprise. And I always, I mean, that's where I, every single month when I used to get them in the mail, it would be like, I'm just so inspired. Like I'm inspired every single month when I get those magazines, right? And that's, in my, my background, I work for newspapers. So newspapers I liked as well, but magazines just had that different kind of flash and feel to it, right? And so I always had that dream. And Speakers Magazine is actually my third magazine because the first two uh, failed, right? Um, so, you know, you lo- live and learn and that sort of thing and, and, and learn from my lessons. And then this one has been five years. It's been five years now that it's actually been in print and digital. And it evolves over time. I like love the, it. The, next, the next phase is like the podcast with it as well, the video podcast. So, you know, just I just want to encourage people that whatever it is that you have a dream to do, get out there, get known. Um, is one of the things where listen to the the previous podcast. We talk uh, a lot of times about how different tips that you can do to brand yourself or this particular one, you know, get in touch. If you're a woman, especially get in touch with IO in terms of like, you know, I just need that one piece of maybe media that kind of helps me pivot. That could be something where it starts and then it'll grow from there. But don't I always say those that show up, go up. So just make sure you just show up to the things. She talks about live events that she's going to have, you know, get in touch with her, stay in touch with her about live events and just showing up in different places and networking, creating that synergy, you know, meeting other people who have kindred spirits is really what the whole thing is really about. So you can't work in silos. You got to you got to come together. So I just really enjoyed having you. I know it's been really, really good. Thank you. Little- can. Oh, <laughs> That's the wrong button. I meant that button. <laughs> so I just want to just thank you for joining me today. And then also to I want people to know that they can go to the other site as well, iomthomas.com. And then also to woemagazine.com. So that one. And you said you have another revamp coming on something else. So I can't wait to see what Whoa that one magazine. Is. We're just doing a site face facelift and our um our business model is changing. So yeah. I'm oh, good. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on so Get Out There, Get Known podcast. I, you know, I've been wanting to have you on for a while. So, you know, this had to be special. <laughs> I was like, okay, we're going to, we're going to do this thing. So yes, I really yes, and when you. you And when you have a live event, if you're going to do it this year or next year, you think maybe is it this year? So we're hoping, um, we're trying to look at this year around the new site launch time, but okay. we're still working working those details out. So Okay. Yeah. So make sure that you let me know that so I can add that to the show notes as well. Okay? I will, for All sure. Right. Okay. Well, thank you. And then I also, too, want to make sure that everybody goes to readysetgospeak.com. That is if you want to try our seven days for $7. It's like how to really do all your marketing PR all in one place, right? It's like my my brain trust in the vault. And so that's what you can go when you go to Ready, Set, Go, Speak. So that's what, for those that are just trying to get into the speaking biz, that's where you go. All righty. So thank you all so much, I'll Talk to you later. Thank Bye-bye. you. Okay. Bye-bye. 
been listening to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast brought to you by PamPerryPR.com, where you'll get insider tips on how to build your platform, pitch the media, and promote yourself with confidence. Head over to PamPerryPR.com and get the exclusive video training on the seven must-have marketing materials you need before you pitch in order to be considered in media places or superstar stages. PamPerryPR.com, where you help you shine like a superstar.